Hey everyone, it's Mary again with Sniff Dog Talks Dogs. How is everyone today? Um, it is a very cold day here in New England, very windy, very cold, getting closer to Thanksgiving. Kind of a really, really super cool time to live in New England. Um, just gorgeous with all the leaves and it's just amazing, just awesome. So hopefully everyone is having a good day wherever they are. Um, but anyways, um, one of my friends is getting a puppy. She's getting a cockapoo puppy and... Um, she is new to owning a dog. Um, she's had cats and we were talking and she asked for my help in helping her pick out a, you know, a breed and, and whatnot. She has some specifics. Um, her son is autistic. He's absolutely fantastic. Um, he's just a great, great kid. Um, he's about, he just turned 18 actually. Um, but a great kid and her husband's fantastic and she is so wonderful. And, uh, so it's funny. I just, all of a sudden, I think I might have woken up in the middle of the night or something, and I was like, you know what? Deirdre has to get a cockapoo. That's it. That's their breed. And um, in all the years that I had, you know, I've been pet sitting, and I had my shop, and I can spot at a mile away, I can spot a Richard's Kennels um, cockapoo from uh, Lemster, Mass. And so I directed her to them, and she's been in touch with them. And um, she thought that by calling them, and, you know, discussing with them that she wanted a puppy and some particulars and discussing about her son and his needs and, and all that. She thought that that was like enough that she was on the list. And, um, so when she called to find out like, oh, are the puppies, were they born? Are they available? And, and they told her like, oh no, they're gone. You know, you weren't on the list. She was crushed. She was just crushed. She cried. She was crushed. And I felt so horrible. And, um, you know, I, I just, I was talking to her a lot about that you get the dog that you need you know, you get the right dog. Um, and it's, it's been a little tough for her, you know, in having the patience and, and, you know, we just have our pep talks and, and we talk about how great it's, it's going to be. And, you know, she's got all these really great questions and she's, they're just going to be so fabulous because she's so organized and she's very committed. And, um, she just, she's just one of those people that she just, she's driven and she does things and she does them right. And she's patient and um, just a loving family, really nice family. I've met a bunch of her friends that she's been friends with forever. So I think it's just going to be really fabulous. But it was really awesome. She got to talk to the breeder today. And it was just really awesome to, to hear her talking to him and hear him talking and saying, like, we're going to get the Deirdre special. You know, we're going to get the Deirdre special dog. And, oh, she's so thrilled. And so I'm so happy because she's doing it the right way. You know, there's so much, like she said, you know, She'll go to the mall with her son and, and he'll want to like, you know, go into the pet store and, and, you know, they would go in and she'd thought about, you know, a puppy and now she knows and, and her son, Alex, who I know, I, I love Alex. He says, oh, Mary won't, won't like if we get a puppy from the pet store. And, and I admit it's kind of a controversial thing, but I, I am adamant, adamant about, um, puppies from, from pet stores versus breeders and, I mean, adoption is always fabulous. There's breed rescue adoptions for every breed. Fabulous, fabulous resource. So many dogs end up in rescue for so many different reasons. It's not always behavioral. Um, a lot of times it could be a health issue comes up or there's a death in the family. There's a financial change. Um, you know, something can happen that, that isn't necessarily, you know, that the dog is bad or the dog's fault. Um, you know, and they just really wanted the experience of having a puppy and whatnot. And she was so open to, you know, my suggestions of how to find a, a good breeder. And, and I, I mean, of course she had to go to Richard's kennels for a cockapoo because they just, 
they do the best. I mean, I've been out in public and and just randomly meet a dog and it's cockapoo. And I'm like, I know this is where you got them because their temperament is so amazing. And, um, you know, so she's been really happy with chatting with them, but it, it was really great to see her talking to him today. It was just, it was just awesome. But, um, you know, a lot of people, they get, they get swayed by a nice website, a fancy website, or, you know, I mean, there's so many different things that you can, that you can get blinded by. I got blinded by it. I mean, I, I, just contacted a breeder not too long ago about, um, a weedy puppy. And I was just kind of blinded, you know, everyone that I knew that had weedies, a lot of them were from there. Um, she was featured on animal planet, you know, and I didn't do my, I didn't listen to my own advice. You know, there were red flags all over the place. And, um, you know, I ended up not, not getting into a puppy from her and, and, um, you know, glad I didn't. There it's so many questionable things. And, um, you know, just the normal things that you look out for, like, are they interviewing you? Do they want to know everything about you? Do they have a take back policy that if something happens, they'll take the puppy back at any age? Um, you know, just all those different kinds of things. How often can you go and visit the dogs? Do they have the dam and the sire on site? How many bitches do they have? Um, how often do they breed? How many litters a year do they have? Do they always have puppies available? Um, do they have, you know, is every litter spoken for before it's born? Um, what kind of socialization do they, do they do? Um, you know, there's all those kinds of things to look for and they're so important and it's so easy to get caught up in the excitement and the fun and the anticipation of a puppy and this, this new adventure that you're going to be going on. And you kind of want to, you know, it's kind of, it's tempting sometimes to cut those corners and it's just it's so hard. It can be so hard. Um, but it's so important not to cut those corners and to, and to find the breeders that they do breed to better the breed. And, and it's not a money number, a money thing. It's not a numbers game. Um, you know, they're just really doing it because they love the breed and, you know, do they do just that one breed or maybe two breeds? And that's pretty much what they stick with instead of they breed whatever's like the hot topic, you know, whatever's the latest, um, you know, designer dog that, that everybody's talking about and everybody wants, you know, I had a, um, someone that, that, that we work with, my friend that I work with, there's someone else in the office and she was like, Oh, this is the dog that we want to get. And, um, it was a breed that I, after 20 years of being in dogs, I almost had never heard of, um, you know, crazy, some crazy breed with like dreadlocks and, you know, this and that. And then it was, oh, we also want this dog and we want that kind of dog. And I know before that her husband wanted a silver lab, which is like a genetic mutation. And I mean, it's just crazy. And she has allergies and she's talking about goldens and labs. And, you know, so you really have to be careful for everybody to come out of it, you know, in a good way. Um, and ultimately always it's the dog that pays the highest price. So, you know, it is, it is necessary to do your due, due, due diligence um, say that five times fast and, um, you know, make sure that you are getting the right dog for your situation and your family. And, um, you know, I'm glad that, that they are, they're very excited. Um, you know, and they've discussed at length with the breeders about, um, you know, her son and his likes and dislikes. And, um, you know, that's very important. And they, they have said, oh, thank God you told us. And, you know, they, they know their dogs, the way that they breed, they know their dogs and they know that there are some pairings that will produce like a little bit of a calmer, um, temperament and whatnot. So, um, so it just goes to showing and the stuff that you do in the beginning, you really just, if you take your time and 
set yourself up for a really good foundation. You just set yourself up for just years and years of um, just really great, great time, you know, with the dog. I'm very excited for her. She's gonna, she has the name picked out. She has Dublin picked out. And um, it's funny because I was just telling her a story about a weedy that I knew named Dublin and, and her, her whole face. She just thought, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's my dog. That's our dog's name. And Oh, she was so excited. And uh, so I, I was joking with her today. I said, so does Dublin have a middle name yet? She's like, I don't know. It might be Patrick. So we were laughing about Dublin, Dublin Patrick, um, you know, the the little cockapoo that, that may actually be about two weeks old right now. So um, very excited for her, very happy for her and glad that, that um, you know, she was willing to, to be directed to a good breeder. And, um, you know, it's just a really exciting time. So Anyways, that was my little, um, you know, fun story for the day is, is, uh, my friend Miss Deirdre, who's so excited about her little Dublin cockapoo that'll be coming into her life soon. So, um, yeah, so that's it. That's it. That's the fun dog talk. Well, there's always lots of dog talk for the day, but that's the fun one on here for today. So, um, we'll see you guys tomorrow and, and, um, yeah, we'll talk some more, some more dog stuff.